Welcome to Tracy's Forge of Faith, where we uplift, strengthen, and encourage one another in our everyday walk with Christ with our testimonies, and of course, with the Word of God, which is our foundation. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. I thank you for your support. Um, I thank you guys for um, just tuning in and sharing. It doesn't go unnoticed. Um, and, and the encouraging words as well, and even constructive criticism, I welcome them, you know. Um, today I want to talk about the waiting season. Um, I will um talk about Joseph. Uh, Joseph was the son of Jacob, of his old age, and Jacob favored him above his other kids because he was the son of old age, and he gave him the coat of colors. And Joseph was also a dreamer, where he God gave him dreams, and he was able to interpret it. Um, if again, it starts in Genesis thirty-seven. Um, I encourage you to read on uh, the story of Joseph so you can get more um, clarity of where I'm coming from. Um, basically, Joseph started off as his favorite, as his dad's favorite child, got sold into slavery. When he got sold into slavery, um, he ended up working and doing all God called him to do in that role. And then he got promoted. When he got promoted... Um, into Pharaoh's house, he was overseeing things. So in the house, but then as everything is going good, um, the wife end up car herself liking him. She car herself liking him. And then she car herself trying to lay with him. Um, when she tried to lay with him, Joseph rejected her, told him he couldn't do that. You know, it wasn't right for her to do that because she was the king's wife as, and as well as it wasn't right in the eyesight of God. She got upset because he rejected her. Because he rejected her, she lied on him and said he tried to rape her and told the king. So the king got upset, mad. Joseph was trying to tell him, hey, I didn't do that. You know, she's lying. He put him in prison. Okay. Once he put him in prison, Joseph still maintained his innocence, of course. And he still did the work. Even in he even worked hard even in a prison, doing still being like a loyal inmate, doing the job they tell him to do, you know, still, you know, favor with God. Okay. Then two uh workers of the kings, I think it was like the baker and it was someone else who got put into prison. They had these dreams and they didn't understand them. So they got to telling the dreams. Joseph interpreted the dream for them, and um, they came true. One ended up dying. One ended up getting killed in prison because of the interpretation. And the other one got set free. When they got set free, Joseph like, okay, don't forget me. Don't forget, you know, to mention me to the king so I can get out. Basically, he forgot all about it once he got out, you know. Um, then one day the king had a dream and the guy remembered, oh, I know somebody who can interpret dreams. He in the prison. That's Joseph. So he interpreted, so he told him the dream. Um, he was honest. Again, he did what God called him to do, even in a rough situation. Um, he, once he interpreted the dream, um, the king knew, you know, that he was in fact a servant of God. It, to be able to interpret the dream because 
before Joseph, he had other people try to interpret, they couldn't interpret it. So, in fact, he knew, you know, that this was the real deal. This is just me ad-libbing again. You can start off in Genesis 37 with the story of Joseph and read the whole story. So, eventually, um, he got out and then Pharaoh made him over the house to distribute food. It was a famine that came upon the land. So, Joseph had to distribute it. Uh, once he let him out of prison, I'm sorry, he gave him a wife. He had two kids. One, um, he had two kids. Um, then it was the famine hit because the dream that the king had, he interpreted, Joseph interpreted it was going to be a famine that hit, you know, hit. And he was basically telling him we need to store up or whatever. It was God, and you know, it was God that gave him the dream and Joseph was able to interpret it. So, so. When there was a famine, it hit the land. So Jacob, Jacob brothers, the brothers who sold, sold him into slavery had to come like and ask for, you know, provisions or whatever. And they didn't know jo notice Joseph, but Joseph noticed them. In that situation, tell you, it was God because I don't know if I would handle that very well. So he told them, he noticed them, but they didn't notice him. So he was like, you know, I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to hold most of y'all. I'm going to let one go to get the younger brother. The younger brother, um, you know, so he held them or whatever. And basically he um, ended up revealing to them that he was a brother that they sold in slavery. And he blessed them, y'all. He blessed them still. He was still hurt, but he blessed them. So, what I want to pull out of this story is the waiting time. He had to wait in his life in order to get the promises with God's favor, with the favor of his parents. The enemy will come in and he will try to call, um, he will cause us to make us think we're forgotten, we're not loved when we have to wait. That's a lie. We all have to wait for something in this generation. We have this instant mentality. Oh, I want it instantly. I want this instantly. Um, when me and my husband first got married, um, like a year later, I was like, okay, I want to have kids, but it didn't happen right away. It was some stuff that they said was going on um, with me. But in God's timing, me praying, it was times that I gave up, but God didn't give up on me and my human frailty. And in your human frailty, it's easy for us to give up if we don't get what we want when we want it. But thank God for Jesus because he sent Jesus, we have grace. So when we do forget and when we do get frustrated, we know that Jesus intercedes for us, telling God, hey, I've been there where they at. I've walked in that flesh. Lord, just, you know, basically give us that time we need to get it together. And we'll never get it get it together without Jesus. I want to put that out there. We can never um, fulfill anything in our flesh. It all has to be in our walk with God. Like, seriously, our spirit is saved, but our, our spirit man is saved, but our flesh side is not. 
But I want to go back to the waiting period. Um, We were trying to have a child and it took a long time for me to conceive. But God be the glory, now we got three kids. But in that waiting time, I got frustrated. I started speaking depth to my situation. Um, My husband was like, well, we can look at adopting. And I'm like, no, you know. I see people out here having babies that they don't even want it. I know, I knew God showed me I was going to have three kids. I knew that. I knew I saw that. But the waiting process, even, um, even going back to Job, he was favored with God as well. And in the land, he was favored. But the conversation that God had with Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Um, he said, you can do what you want, but you can't harm him because God knew, God knew that Job would never, you know, blaspheme him. But in that waiting season, he waited, his, his children died, um, his finances got taken away. Um, his wife told him to curse God. His friends started ridiculing him. He even started ridiculing himself, y'all. In that waiting period. Okay. um, In that waiting period. But because he never cursed God. He was blessed more abundantly than what he had before. And you can go research that in the book of Job. Read the whole book. It will explain to you all the things he went through. So if you're going through a period where you're waiting. And you don't see results. And you don't see God working. I promise you, if you just trust God, if you don't see that marriage flourishing like you know it can, but first you got to hear God. You got to open up your ears to hear God and follow his instructions. You have to close out all the other voices because the enemy going to come in and tell you you're not worth it. It's not going to happen for you. Um, he can, he can, God can't trust you with it. So he's not going to give it to you. It's all a lot. If God gave you the vision, he'd give you the provision. So first clear out those voices. I mean, I'm telling you, Job's story is like my God, Job and J, J, uh, uh, Job and Joseph's story are two stories. Anytime you're struggling with waiting that, and then, um, and then, um, Elisha, the prophet, um, he was another one. Like he basically spoke the word of God. And when the word of God came forth, he, you know, went away, but then Jezebel started threatening him. When the enemy starts threatening you with lies and harm, and it's not going to work and you're not worth it and you can't do this and just lies that the enemy remember what God did before for you. If he could, if he did it back then, he'll do it now. But just make sure you hear that's what God telling you to do. And make sure you follow the directions because in our waiting period, we still have to follow direction from God, y'all. We still have to follow direction. Jezebel got the threatening Elijah. Elijah was like, hold on, wait a minute. I can't do this. God wants you to just kill me because she's threatening to kill me. I can't do this no more. After all... All that power he spoke and she came and sent the word. The enemy will make himself seem bigger than what he really is when it comes to the promises of God because he wants us to shrink in fear and give up. 
But we got to put our time in and putting our time in is the waiting period. As we're waiting, God is telling us what to do, how to do it, what to say, what not to say. The other day, last week at work, I'm going to use this example. The other day, uh, last week at work, it was like that day. I don't know. It was just, I was sending form. I sent the form to the wrong department. Um, Something was going on with something else. And I was going back and forth with my coworker, not in a bad way, but going back and forth. And after I finished going back and forth, I was like, wait a minute. I was wrong on that situation. I don't think I was wrong. It was something that was going, it was miscommunication. And I, and then something else happened. And then I was like, I'm having a dumb moment. And speaking that, and I said it like two or three times, y'all, probably even more than that. I said it a couple of times. I said, oh my God, I'm having a dumb moment. I'm having a dumb moment. I was literally speaking deaf to myself, y'all. Saying I was having a dumb moment. And I didn't recognize it until later. And I was like, I literally spoke deaf. I literally spoke negative against myself. So then I went into this thing where I started praying and asking God to help me. In our waiting season, we have to really, really choose our words. Why is it so easy to fly off the handle? In your, it's, and it's easy to fly off the handle when things ain't going right. And in the Bible, it talks about it's a time to laugh, a time to cry, a time to live, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to reap, a time. Like there are times in our life. These are times. And it also talks about tribulation. He even emphasized the tribulation. He went, it's, it's just not just a time for it, but these are tribulations that we're going to encounter because we're on this earth. We're not in, we're not. We're not of this world, but we're in this world. And Satan is the principality of these airways. God is God always on the throne. Jesus is our savior. And Jesus, because he's our savior, we're, we have that grace. And because Jesus came and left and sent the comforter was the Holy Spirit, that gives us strength to continue to move on, to move through these trials and tribulations of waiting. Like it was a time, I think I said, um, where where um I dealt in my life I dealt with a lot of rejection. A lot of rejection like like just a lot of rejection and a lot of um I just didn't feel good about myself because of the molestation that happened to me. But as I get up and as I continue to sow, as I continue to sow into prayer, sow into studying the word of God, which is my waiting period, which is my period as I'm growing, our waiting period is our growing pain period. So when we do get to that point where the enemy would try to like get us to bamboo us again, he can't because in that waiting period, we took our time, we sold. And now we're at that point where now we're going to reap because we're at our promised land. I hope that helps somebody. I really hope I didn't sound jacked up when I said that. But I'm hoping y'all getting what I'm saying. The, they In the word, they said despise not small beginnings. Because they're small and we have to sow into that time when you do get that pivotal point where you're on top, where they say on top of the world, where you're a boss and stuff like that. But you always got to remember the stages you took to get there. And the stages you took to get there is that time period where you waited. It's just like when you're pregnant with a child, you know, it takes 10 months. They say nine months, but it's 10 months because it's 40 weeks. 
In my case, I was pregnant for 41 weeks. But in that time, in that waiting period, I was excited to see all three of my kids. Like, I was ecstatic. I was happy. I was reading the books. I was looking at the different stages every day. But as I was doing that, I was getting a knowledge of what I needed to eat, what I shouldn't eat, how I need to exercise. You know, just, and I was preparing, like, um, I was preparing, you know, buying stuff for their rooms, like preparing for their names. Like me and my husband had to prepare for the names. We had to adjust. Okay, we got another kid, so we got to adjust our finances. These are the waiting periods. When you have these waiting periods, we got to shift our mind from thinking the waiting periods be, is, is, is a bad thing because it's not. Right now, I'm going through something where things aren't going my way how I think they should. And they and I honestly believe it's Satan himself that's trying to get me to abort some things, but I can't because apparently in this season I have to I'm in my waiting season, so I'm building in this season to when a promise does come, I know how to handle it and I know how to balance it and I know how to continue to keep God first and not put that as my idol. We're in this world, y'all, where when we're waiting, we're wasting time sometimes. And we're, woe is me sometimes. And in those times, we could be building. We can be, be building in our strength. We can be building in the word. We could be building, y'all. That's what I want y'all to get in this waiting season. We have to build, y'all. Yeah, the enemy going to come because that's his job. But Jesus came that we may have life in that more abundantly, even in our waiting season, even in our, in, in our season where we are discouraged. But guess what? We got to stay there because we have the word of God, because we can pray to God, because we can hear God, because we have different books and different podcasts and different preachers who are literally speaking to your life. I I listen to a couple different preachers. Um, I also listen. I, I'm a big worship fan, y'all. In that time of waiting, worship. In that time of waiting, journal. Because I promise you, when you write all those things back, you're going to be able to come back and say, you know what? This is what I went through before. And thank God I made it because these are the tools he gave me during my waiting season. Even with school, you have that season where you're um, in your waiting season, you're completing the courses. You're, um, some courses you may have to take over because you didn't do so well in it. But when that day of graduation comes, y'all, you got that paper showing. You put the time in for waiting, y'all. I want to encourage anybody that is listening to this and even myself at this point. God is a promise keeper, y'all. He would not lie to us. He would not lie to us at all. It's in the word of God, y'all. He would never fail us. We may fail ourselves, but God would never fail us. He would never fail us. It's times I disappoint myself, y'all. And it's heart wrenching. And I have to be careful when I disappoint myself not to go down that rabbit hole of depression, of uh, beating myself up. Because even in that season, I have to learn to build myself up in my most holy faith and remember what God has done and I know he can do it again. It's so important, y'all, to literally spend time with God every day. Every day. Especially in those seasons where 
we don't hear from him like we used to. And in those seasons, he's make, he's trusting us to stay still. When we don't hear anything, he's trusting us to stay still, y'all. To stay still, even that in that waiting season. Stay still. Don't give up. Keep present. Praise your way through. Begin to prophesy and speak life to that child. Prophesy and speak life to yourself, to your mind, to your heart. Tell yourself, I'm going to make it through this. Prophesy to that family member, to your health. Prophesy to that job. Prophesy to yourself. Prophesy in your home. Prophesy means speaking life and speaking the word of God until it comes to pass. And these things build us and strengthen us and encourages us and allows us to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Satan wants you to be by yourself and just wallow in self-pity. But again, we are overcome by the words of our testimony. By grace, we're saved. It's not by works, but it's by grace. Put that time in with the Father, y'all. If y'all don't get nothing else from me, and I know I say this all the time, but this is my core value. Get that time in with God because in him you have your identity. In him you have your strength. In him you have your purpose. In God you have everything that you need. But again, we're talking about the waiting scene in that waiting season. And even when you're not in that waiting season, it's still, we still need to spend time with God. It's so easy once we get what we pray for to forget. No, we can't forget our source, which is God. Our source gives us the resources we need to make it through this life, y'all. It's so many layers of ourselves in this. It's so many layers of our life, especially us who have not always been saved. Because we have not always been saved, we have to start at the um we have to start layer by layer by layer. And as God began to peel those layers of hurt, abuse, rejection, um molestation, um just the different layers of our life those are periods of waiting as he begins to like peel us like a banana, peel us like an onion has so many layers. Y'all want to encourage y'all, we're going to make it through this. I know it seems dark. I know it seems bleak. I know it seems like that situation is not working now. But while you're waiting on God to show up, put the time in with him. Put that time in to encourage yourself. Put that time in to strengthen yourself through studying and reading the word of God. There's so many books out here. Joyce Meyer, John Eckhart, Creflo Dollar, T.D. Jakes, Sarah Jakes Roberts. Um, These are just a few. And I know it's a lot more out here. Learn how to strengthen yourself. It's times where I have to go back to a book that I read before I'm reading a book now. Um, I have to go back to it because I saw some things. That I know that I need to go back and read that book because I'm dealing with certain things again. And it's like, and that's a part of the layers coming off, which is a part of the season of waiting. Sometimes you have to just sit and wait until God says, okay, or, or I will say you not, or, but I will say you have to put that work in. I want to encourage y'all to put the work in. It may seem tireless. You may not see no fruit, but it's like when you, uh, 
crop and when you're tilling the land. You got to get that dirt right. You got to get the right seeds in there. You got to water it. You got to, you know, take care of that plant, you know, just like you got to take care of your kids while they're in your womb and until adulthood, you're constantly prepping them. You're constantly showing this is what not to do. This is what to do. Um, this is, um, you know, just different things. Okay. You fail in that area. We're going to pick you up and we're going to help you through. These are our waiting periods. Once they overcome that, that's the victory right there. But as they waited and they remember, like I know certain things I remember in my waiting season, like when I go through certain things, I'm like, okay, you know, why am I going through this? That I talk to God. Okay, God, why am I going through? What am I missing? And once I get through that season, God takes me back when I'm facing another challenge and saying, you thought you couldn't make it through this. So I'm showing you that you made it through that to show you you're going to make it through this too, y'all. I just want to encourage y'all, if you don't know God, um, find a Bible-believing church. Find And you can get saved in your own home. You just ask God to forgive you for your sins and ask him to be Savior, Lord over your life. And find your good Bible-believing church and talk to God like you're talking to me or talking to a friend. Like, it's it's just pivotal that we all learn to talk to God and learn to hear from God. Certain things you have, it's season in your life where, you know, God will have you just by yourself. Just to have that time with him. Because sometimes when we have so much, so many voices and so many um opinions. We tend to go to the people instead of God, and God want us to get back to going to Him first. I know for me, um, because I dealt with certain things in my life, um, I would hear from God, but then it was like once I heard from somebody that confirmed it, but it's vice versa. I need to trust that that's what God say, and then if somebody comes along and say, you know, the same thing, I already know it was it because that's what God told me, you know. So He want us to grow in confidence in Him, and by doing that. We spend time with him. We spend time in worship. Worship. We spend time in studying his word. We spend time in these good self-help books, like got these Christian books that have gold in them, literally. We read everything else. We listen to everything else, y'all. Let's really, 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 really start listening to the heart of God again. Let's really, really start sowing again. Let's really, really take advantage of our waiting season. So, Again, I just want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I hope this blessed you. Um, you guys have a blessed week. Please let me know if um, you have any feedback. You're able to leave a message on here, I believe. And pray for me and I pray for you. Have a blessed week. Love you. Bye.